listen to is a conversation I had with Kim Jingra. It picks up right in the middle when I ask her about how she gets her strength and her courage to heighten her awareness about racial injustice here in the United States. She is an inspiration and a mentor to the dance community, promoting self-love and positivity. She's worked with Beyonce, Jennifer Lopez, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, Ariana Grande, Megan Trainor, Madonna, Gwen Stefani, Nick Jonas, and she's been on The Voice, Ellen DeGeneres, American Idol, Dancing with the Stars, X Factor, Good Morning America, and that's just to name a few. She's a judge on the French adaptation of the TV show America's Best Dance Crew. Put your hands together for Kim Jingra. Hey, Kim. Hi, Lori. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for reaching out. Oh, man, I, I don't know that it's barely a strength. I'm still trying to figure things out and just do better. But um, I'm just surrounded by this beautiful black community, to be honest with you. I It really resonated with me when I saw someone post how, you know, when the Blackout Tuesday happened, how she was scrolling through her feed and still seeing a lot of just normal, regular life posts. Uh, and it, it made her think twice about, okay, well, I'm clearly not fo- following the right kinds of accounts that are, you know, following what's going on right now and are ready to put their foot down and make a difference and and made me look at my feed and I saw that I was surrounded by it. That's all I could see. And I think I just have no, there's zero excuses for me not to be doing, you know, the most that I can do right now. I, you know, like I mentioned in that video that I posted today, I, you know, all my dance teachers were black. I, I grew up, you know, hoping and dreaming I could tour the world with Beyonce, which I, you know, gratefully, thankfully got to do for a few years. So I was, you know, immersed in the black community and I've learned so much from them and, and they're my sisters and they've been there for me. I share a tattoo with some of them. I mean, it's been nothing but an amazing experience. And the least that I could do is really use my voice and try to reach out to my white students and, you know, kids that follow me. And, and if they maybe attach the message to my face, if that could help in any way, sort of wake them up and, you know, make them want to do the proper research and learn and grow and help as well, then, you know, hopefully that can make a little difference. Yeah. I think what's been helping me as well is just reaching out to my black friends, especially coming from Montreal, to be honest, it feels like I was almost, and, and I'm thankful that I grew up in a family that was very loving and, you, you know, every human counts and share your love and, and, you know, follow your heart. And, and I was, but it kind of blinded me, I think in a way I was oblivious to some of the racism that was happening around me growing up. And so I spoke to, reached out to a few friends from my hometown, like, please tell me what your upbringing was like for you even though we went to the same dance studios or we you know we share the same circles what were you going through and it's it's really eye-opening and i definitely suggest it and recommend it for everyone to do that that's yeah that's one approach mm-hmm. yeah and so so what do you feel feels the most or brings the most hope to you when you look at you know the white people that surround you or every i guess anybody for that matter but is there something in particular that brings you like, okay, a glimpse of hope, I see that you're doing this, that you've taken this particular action, is there something in particular, or is it just about speaking up? You know, my whole life, 
revolves around this Audrey Lord quote, your silence will not protect you. Mm. I learned about that quote from my relationship where I never really stood up for myself. And right. so that quote helped me to speak up. I'm just probably as numb as everyone else, but I'm always, always very optimistic because I know that weeping endures, but then joy comes. Problems seem insurmountable, but problems have a lifespan. And that what we're going through is something that was inevitable. And right. how interesting that we all had time to look because no one was going back to work. It wasn't like some kind of weekend event and then everyone goes back to business as usual. No one's looking away. And it's beautiful because people are standing up. Those that don't know how to stand are asking, what can I do? And young people, I'm really inspired by what I see our young people doing and wanting to do. So I'm optimistic. I'm also, I find a lot of the hope with looking at the, gener the younger generation. They're so tuned in. They're more aware than anyone. They have the, all the information yep. coming in through their phones and you can't hide anything from them anymore. You know, it's, it's, I'm very hopeful to see them speak up and, and do things that I didn't when I was their age. And I hope it just continues that way. And, and also and, love wins out. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We got to stay strong and lead with our hearts. Yeah. And what about your work? Uh, everything has been stopped um, in terms of, you know, what I had coming up with different artists or festivals. Of course, um, who knows when it's going to pick back up, which I've just decided to turn it into a positive and, and, and focus on rebuilding my website, creating a mentorship program for students and some kind of a slowly but surely building sort of my own business on the side. You mentioned your website. So what are you working on now? Because as a dancer... We're entrepreneurs. We have to think creatively. Right. <laughs> we need a plan B after we get too old to dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, my mentorship is it's going to have, obviously, I mean, my values have stayed the same. So, you know, the message is similar to you got this girl, but it's going to be definitely more driven towards dancers as compared to the, you know, the company, which is to all women of different, you know, career paths. And um, so this is really young dancers trying to make it into the commercial world. Let me give you all the baggage that I've, you know, accumulated throughout the past 15 years of my career so that you can be best prepared for what you would like to accomplish. Um, so that's kind of where I'm heading, uh, creating a newsletter, giving them tips and tricks every couple of weeks. So I'm putting all of that together right now in hopes of launching soon for for a little bit of aspiration, inspiration for the kids that are stuck at home right now and waiting for everything to open up again. What's the website? Uh, it's my name, so it's not up yet. My old one is still up there, but it would be Kim Jangra. So K-I-M-G-I-N-G-R-A-S dot com. Um, obviously, on Instagram is where I'll probably announce the launch and countdown of it all. But I look forward to it. Hopefully, in the next month or so, everything should be ready. Because I'm doing it in both English and French, because I'm French. So I would like to cater to that you know, population as well. So it's definitely a lot of work to have to double everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, I'm very nosy. I always like to get to the money. Do you know how you will monetize anything yet? Uh, in terms of that, well, the newsletter is definitely going to be free. 
Um, so this is just an outlet for those who may not have a budget and want the tips and tricks here and there. Um, and then I'm looking into possibly having a private Facebook group that would have a you know small monthly fee for everyone to just to create and build this community and to be able to just connect with them, give them homework and exercises. And then from, from there we build into, well, if you want some one-on-one, then we'll go ahead and, and you can, you know, pay for yeah. a session or, you know, different sort of packages that I'll be offering. To blog? I am not yet. Um, I'm thinking about it, but I feel like I have so much on my plate. So I'm going to start with that and eventually maybe move on to blogging as well, which would be in two languages. So again, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you taught any virtual dance classes? I have a few, but I haven't been pulled towards that, to be honest. Um, I'm very much of a connection person. So if I can't, I did like Zooms where I didn't see everybody because I'm far away and I have bad eyes and I can't really tell if they're okay. Do they need more help? Do they, you know, it's definitely, um, I would need some adjusting for me to teach those classes. So I've kind of stayed away a little bit and focused mm-hmm. on my, you know, business building. Smart. Yeah. I I haven't taught any. No. 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 Yeah, I mean, I understand. You you got to follow what's right at the moment, listen to what you need, and and go from there for sure. Wow. I think it's nice. I think it's um, you know giving the students something. You know, it's uh, I remember growing up, it was sort of you know my way to just escape and and therapeutic you know expression. And so for students and dancers to be stuck at home, I'm sure it's a nice to be able to log in for a weekend and, and kind of be a part of this virtual convention. But I'm sure, you know, the real things will come back soon because we need human touch and human, you know, face to face. It's just so different. <sighs> I know. And how do you take care of your mental well-being? Um, I like to meditate. So I try to do that every morning. I talk to my family a lot. I really cherish the people that are around me and try to stay in contact, Zoom dinners and FaceTimes. And, and then I have my uh, beautiful boyfriend that's we live together and we're we're happy to be stuck together 24-7. We support each other and we try to keep busy. And so I can't complain. I know I have it pretty good and I'm really grateful. I'm trying to remind myself every day of How the beautiful. gratitude in my life and a roof over my head and food on the table and I really um uh, yeah I'm, I'm grateful how beautiful one final question morning meditation what do you do how do you do it in terms of meditation yeah um I like guided meditation probably the most so um the Deepak uh, Deepak Chopra is an app he does some with Oprah as well I think those are beautiful and, and really easy to go to. You can buy, you know, purchase a package. They have some free ones on his on his application as well, or even on YouTube now. There's so many. You just sort of type in meditation, and if you need, I don't know, stress relief or before going to sleep or any sort of subject that could sort of help you that you can relate to, there's so much out there, which is nice. So I'll just lay down and, you know, have some Palo Santo candles, uh, set the mood right, and, and meditate for a good 15, 20, sometimes a bit more. Just to, yeah, to reconnect, recenter, remember what's important for the day. Maybe find an affirmation that's, that, that works well with what I have to do that day. If I feel pressured or worried or stressed or, you know, um, uneasy w- with what's going on, I try to lock back into something that gives me power and, and you know, gives me peace <laughs> in my heart. Wow. Yeah. How beautiful. And that's what gives you oh, the strength you. to... To post what you're posting, so I appreciate you. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you.
it's really the least that I can do. And I, you know, you have my word that I will continue learning, growing, researching, and I want to help the best as I can because I know we will be making the difference. You know, we have to speak up. Together, we make a difference. Unprecedented times call for unprecedented thinking, activities, everything. So let's go. Thanks so much, Kim. I really appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. You have a good day. Thank you, Kim. You too. Bye. Bye, Kim. So that's that. And that's why I created this podcast, not to talk, but to talk to you. So thank you, Kim, for chiming in. And it's the sensitivity that liberates us and opens the doors to acceptance. And acceptance is what allows us to move forward. Continue to stand up for inequality. Continue to speak up. Your silence will not protect you. A beautiful quote from Audre Lorde. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening. Hello, podcast listeners. If you're a musician and would like for a chance to have your music showcased on the Lori Talks podcast, please send a sample of your music to k.sounds.audio at gmail.com. That's the letter K dot S-O-U-N-D-S dot A-U-D-I-O at gmail.com.